Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, welcome along to another Experts Podcast. My name's Nick Hayes and I've got the great Lana Hill here with me. I am here, it's true. Well done you. You've done well. (laughs) Back, back indeed. And uh, we've got a really exciting guest here today, Lana. And we do. I, and I think it's, it's someone we both know pretty well. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think someone actually went, you, went, you actually went to uh, their engagement party. Yes, that's some of the best work of my whole life. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, get to we'll that. Get to that I didn't case. get an invite there, uh, Lana. So I thought I'd raise that. That's how well I know this guy, and I'm and I'm prepared to throw him under the bus straight away. No, it's a, it's great to have him. His name's Evan Broadway. He runs a little radio station here in Perth, Western Australia, called Six IX, which is predominantly a music station. But this man has more to more strings to his bow than just a music radio station. Welcome, Evan. Thanks, Nick. Experts, the term is used loosely, I take it, today. <laughs> what, no, expert? No. Well, you're, you actually fall under that classification of media, Evan, So, uh, but we, we still think that you're an expert in this space. No, no, thank and, you. mate, I'm sorry to throw you under the bus on that. I, I realised that I didn't get an invitation to your... Uh, you went to my birthday the year before, I though. did go to that. That was a good birthday, I've got to say. <laughs> you do know how to throw a good party, Evan. Oh, I don't. Well, you do. You do. Now, let's just talk about your history and yes. your your background in media because it, it did start back in the, well, when you were just a school kid. You started yeah. your own radio show at school. Well, I did. I, I loved radio. I was really fortunate and uh, lucky as a kid that my dad actually had hairdressing salons, believe it or not, and he would do the different TV personalities. So Tony Barber... Bert Newton, oh, Ernie Sigley. Geez, you're throwing uh, no, 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 and I'm not meaning to name drop because I know that's a horrible thing to do, but that's just <laughs> what I was exposed to as a kid. And Mark Day was another guy that used to come in who used to yes. do Drive on 3AW. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to be on radio. I was fascinated with what we're doing now, going from a microphone, how it gets to a speaker, listening to it at home. Yeah. So I started a station at school, had a, a mixing desk, not that dissimilar to what we're using here today, <laughs> believe it or not, 30-odd yeah. years or 40 years later. And I used to run around Melbourne interviewing different sporting and media personalities. So I'd, I'd bring, get on the phone, Dean Jones, Jeff Kennett, um, Joel Garner was another one I interviewed oh. when I was a kid at school. Went to his hotel room at the Hilton in Melbourne before a cricket <laughs> game, believe it or not. Just, and this six foot eight, you know, West Indian says, come in and have a chat. And I go, yeah, okay, no worries, you know. Um, so I just had no fear at that stage. Wouldn't happen in today's world, by the way. No. <laughs> well, you would, no. <laughs> not <laughs> a little lot kid of walking into a hotel room <laughs> with a six foot no. thing, uh, West Indian. But no, no, they're correct. Not, not <laughs> ideal. But I got through it, Nick. Okay. No, they were simpler times back then. <laughs> but that's what I did. And, and back in those days, you just had to ring a hotel hotel and get put through to someone's room and say who you were hey I'm Evan Broadway I've got this thing at school I'm doing love to come and have a chat to you and they often very rarely you would get a no so that's that's sort of where it started Um, and then when I was about 17 I got an opportunity to work at 3UZ in Melbourne as an office boy so the lowest form of life uh, basically picked up uh, mail from the Carlton South post office in Melbourne carry it on my back like Santa Claus into the office every day distribute the mail 
work through production, uh, then John Blackman, who is my hero yes. to this day. Um, I used to listen to him and Uncle Roy on 3AW. So John uh, was announced as being the new breakfast announcer at 3UZ. Jim Kefford, who's an amazing man, American guy, was the GM at that stage, and I used to go and knock on his door every day. Um, I've got to work with John Blackman. I have to work with this man. He's my hero. Um, and then finally they relented after two weeks of me harassing them and said, okay, you can be John's panel operator, uh, which was amazing. And wow. just, you know, he was my hero, as I said, when I was a 13-year-old kid. Probably the reason I really wanted to get into the media was with him. And then working with him for two and a half years uh, was phenomenal. You know, he just, his professionalism um, you know, his hard work, etc., second to none, and that's why he was obviously as, as good as what he was. Lana, can you hear the energy here? Can you oh, hear, totally. I mean, the enthusiasm that is coming from this great man. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's simply what it is to work in media. I mean, I, I, I share a little bit of that, but I, yeah. I don't think I'm nearly on that scale oh. that you're on. I mean, but Lana, this is what experts need, don't they? They need that passion, that energy to want to go away and do what they just love to do. Oh, exactly. And I listened to your interview with John Blackman, Evan, and you could hear it in the interview. There's, there is such a great respect yeah. um, and love, really, between, you know, between the two of you. And I think he was so honoured to have the uh, uh, opportunity to share on a different level with you. Correct. Yeah. yeah well, this sure. is a good time to mention right now. You, you've got your own podcast called The Broadway... Pro, uh, the Broadway... Broadway Broadcast. Broadcast. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> Pretty one. simple way to go with my surname. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, again, you know, my you know, my ability to, without notes here, to do this, but it, it, it is it is you interviewing some of the people that you've met along your yeah. pathway to, yeah. to find out a bit more about them and, and how they've got to be. Yeah, it's been something I've wanted to do for a couple of years, and my partner, who, Renee, uh, you know, was in introduced via Lana to me. Um, oh, that, that was that engagement party that I yeah, didn't get invited to. Was that a chance for me to yeah. throw that in again? So I've right. been throwing this around for a couple of years. This is what I wanted to do. And then one night at dinner, you know, Renee said, Evan's doing this thing. I've gone, oh, okay, once you tell someone you're doing something, you sure. have to follow through and awesome. do it. So then the idea really for me with my podcast was to interview people that had helped me on my journey. And John was the first one that I interviewed. Yeah, you know. So, you know, it's obviously gone a different tangent. You talk to different people, as you know, as you guys know, with what you're doing as well. So, yeah, John was the first one. I really wanted just to, at my way of thanking him and acknowledging what he'd done for my career. Okay, so this isn't Broadway broadcast here, and we're not interviewing Evan Broadway in your style. What we are doing here, though, is finding out a little bit more behind the scenes of media because you've you have grown up, you've lived and breathed media. Yep. What is it? What is it about media that for you personally? personally, is, is just the thing that make, gets you up every morning? I think it's the immediacy of it. I think radio particularly, and even, you know, you look at the world today, you know, three months ago we were, it was all about climate change, you know, Harry and Megan are sp- splitting up, then it's the climate change. Now it's obviously coronavirus is the next thing that everyone's, you know, panicking about, and it's, it's all obviously driven by the media. We've been there, done that. Lana's already had coronavirus. She's come <laughs> back from it. She survived. Everyone, you Have get over Have not, it. will not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you got toilet rolls? That's the next thing. But, um, but uh, yeah, I just think it's the immediacy of, of media and, and what today is going to bring. How is it going to look? What's going to transpire? Uh, what stories are you going to cover? You know, it, it does change every day. No day is the same. Let's pick you up on that one then too, Evan, because Lana and I are very interested, and Lana, to come in at any point here, is that what makes a story? What makes a story for media? What should experts be thinking about when bringing a story to media? Well, I think these days it's changed. I think things, 
within an hour, that story's gone and you've moved on to something else. So I think whatever the story is, the person delivering it, you know, you talked about passion that, you know, I've obviously got for what I do, but I think you've got to have that passion and really believe in your product that you're bringing. Um, you know, we get, you know, 40, 50 emails a day, media releases, and, and they're yawn fests, to be honest. You know, it's <laughs> just fest. delete, 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 delete. There's no life to them. You know, um, I think you've got to build that personal relationship, which I know Nick and Lana, you're both brilliant at doing with the different media organisations for, for you and your clients. I mm. think that's what it comes down to for me because, you know, media releases just don't do it. It is. It's strange, isn't it, Lana? Media, a yawn fest. I love hearing that because the, the amount of content that you see today that just doesn't jump off the page. It, there is nothing of value. It, it, it's just rampant. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's the power of the pitch. And that goes yep. back to, you know, Evan being a, a young guy, you know, ringing up these sports stars saying, hey, be on my podcast. You had the guts to do the pitch. Correct. You had the... the professionalism to carry it off and and the passion that goes along with it but I think there are so many people these days and and the traditional media release is is a perfect example of what not to do we think Mm, Um, but you've got to be able to pitch and you've got to be able to pitch it to the person that you want to engage with it's it's a skill a lot of people don't have and I think that's where your media board is brilliant because it really sets it up you know for whichever organization it's going to there's something there for everyone to get it on a daily basis. It's not just a glass of water you're getting from us today, <laughs> there, Evan. It's a, there's a couple of $50 notes coming your way. Hey, it is interesting. Media has changed, and you've seen it change yeah. over the years. Um, and you talked about the immediacy of it. Is there anything else, though, that, you know, you talked about some of those great names, Ernie Sigley, John Blackman. Um, I, I adore them. I grew up with them. Yeah. I, I'm originally a Melbourne boy, and, and they were seriously, they were superstars in their own right. What else has changed in media today? You, you run, a, yeah. a, you run a, uh, a music station that doesn't do a lot of news and content. I mean, you've got your news on every half hour to Correct. the hour. That's great. But um, what has changed today around, and particularly with audiences, the audience yeah. changed? The audience has changed, but I think getting into the media has changed as well. These days, if you're not a former footballer, if you haven't been on a reality TV show, oh, God. like it's seriously, and particularly in FM land, yep. it's very difficult to become a radio performer. I think obviously still the talkback stations, you know, with you know the Nine Network around Australia, you know, they've still got genuine media performers yep. on their radio stations. But outside of that, it's killed off. It's really sad. I mean, you look at all the regional radio stations where we all come from, uh, they're not there anymore because everything's syndicated. You know, Kyle and Jackie O are on 4 million radio stations around yes. Australia, and good luck to them. They're fantastic. But as far as new talent coming through, that has definitely changed in the last 30, 40 years. What about local? Because local, you are at local yep. Perth. You are, it's all about that. And I, I'm seeing a trend there for those successful radio stations, particularly to remain local. I mean, we, we, you and I both share a, a, a radio hero in Ross Stevenson. Brilliant man. Brilliant man. I mean, you and I have talked about him many, many times. And the reason Ross Stevenson, if everyone doesn't know, 3AW Breakfast has had the highest rating breakfast program in the country for over 20 years. Yep. Uh, Ross Stevenson is the key behind that, not just for his wit, his intelligence and his conversation, but he always remains local. He does. It's all about Melbourne and, and no different to 6PR here and what we try and do at 6IX, it's all about being local. I mean, you know, Ross started the Rumour File, which yes. is now on numerous radio stations around Australia as well. And that he took that to Steve Price. Steve Price initially knocked it on its head, said, no, nah, it won't work. And then, it, and then Ross went back to him and said, oh, they're doing this thing in Canada, called it something different. 
And Steve goes, yeah, great idea. Let's go with it. So that's uh, how it started the rumour file, which is now the most listened to segment on commercial radio with Ross and John, yep. you know, 10 past seven every Monday to Friday. Do you want, I'll share a little secret with you, Lana, here. Is please, please do. We, we used to monitor the, the, um, the rumour file from Melbourne, from Perth, uh, and then feed the content <laughs> into the Perth audience. It was, but that was what was when expected. When you say we, who, who's I we? used to work for a monitoring company. It was, that was, that was you don't mean Media Stable. No, not Media Stable. Media Stable is far just, more... Just clarify. Far more... Uh, we're, we're more upfront and uh, far and more sophisticated. ethical. And ethical. Yeah, um, ethical, okay. But local. Local, Lana. I love local because I think local is everything. And, and that is the key behind the success of 3AW, Ross and John. It's also the key for any expert that's running around. Yes. Is you've got to be from the state that you're in. I mean, they radio stations definitely want local people. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, even though we do see a lot of syndication now, you mentioned um, before, Evan, it is still about the local audience and, and the producers and the program directors of these stations are still trying to connect with the local listener. I want to ask you your opinion, Evan Broadway, on, on something in particular. Yes, Lana Hill, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous. So <laughs> where's the door? I'm not I'm not <laughs> not scary, I promise. Okay. I'm not you I'm sure you'd be aware social media versus traditional media. There was a beautiful um, uh, survey done a few years ago that was um, publicised on SBS and what it was about was despite the increase in, in social media Radio, and I'm not sure if you knew this, but radio is still the most trusted medium globally out of anything, out of social media and traditional media. So as a guy that's done a lot of radio and still, you know, podcasts, all the all the audio media, what do you think it is about radio that still, even in this change landscape, makes it so powerful? Are you allowed to swear a little bit on this You're podcast? To, yep. I, I think radio has a no bullshit factor. I yeah, think that's not swearing. I th- okay, I'll <laughs> let me Come let, on. give me another five minutes, and I'll really let rip. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think um, you know you can hear it in a presenter's uh, voice and tone, how they conduct themselves, whether they're being genuine or not. And I think audiences resonate with that. I think mm. you, as a listener, listen to Ross and John in Melbourne. <sighs> whoever it is, because they're believable and you trust them. You know, Neil Mitchell hasn't got somewhere uh, for, for being unethical. I mean, you know, Neil wouldn't even voice commercials when I was at AW. You still know, doesn't. He still, still doesn't. Does. He's the only one. I know they tried getting him to do them with the chain of, a change of ownership a few years ago and he just refuses to. He, he just won't be bought by anyone uh, in case something goes wrong with their company and he doesn't want to be aligned anywhere. He's the most genuine... Uh, ethical guy that you'll find in the media and authentic authentic to his brand because his brand is that ethical he wants to be the voice of melbourne he really has a finger on the pulse and he can't be bought by anyone we we only just last podcast evan uh interviewed tim collins an aviation expert who has no alignment with any of the big brands aviation brands that are running around and you could tell that anything that he was delivering was real was yep. actually you could trust that and you can even hear it in their voice that they can say it without any fear of yep. it coming back at them. And that's the reason, you know, Darren Hinch, when he was doing, you know, mornings and drive, he wouldn't vote. You know, he, he didn't want to be voting because he didn't then want to be perceived as favouring a Liberal or Labor or Greens or Democrat party, you know, and he would get fined for it every time. But that was his thing that I'm, I'm not going to vote. Fascinating. And, he yeah. always, and he, he got a lot of mileage out of it, though. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> he knows the human headline knows how to yeah. get 
uh, coverage. I yeah. want to ask one more question, Erin okay. Broadway. So yes. coming back to sorry, Nick. Don't Case, leave it at one. He's getting upset. <laughs> two. Okay, for three. I, I, I thought, I thought Nick even. was leaving before when you were asking the question. <laughs> He did get up. He did get up. Um, podcasts. Yes. So obviously, radio. We have that voice in our ears. The the presenters just talking to us. What What's your take on podcasts and the role that podcasts are going to play in the media landscape? Yeah, I just think they're ex- they're an extension of radio. I think you know. I was thinking about it coming in today because I thought you probably asked that question. Um, you know, years ago you would buy a cassette series of something or mm. a CD series of something. Be it. Tony Robbins or some motivational thing, whatever it is that floated your boat, we're still listening to the same amount. We're just doing it differently. And it's mm. a lot more accessible than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. I mean, Nick, you and I are probably old enough, probably not you, Lana, but to remember, you know, cassette tapes in your I room. I can remember can them. You? Okay, all right, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. You would have been at the exit of them, though. We <laughs> yeah. lived on them. Yeah. We actually, we, d- we did mixed tapes. Yeah. I've had L- a mixed tape. Have you? Such a romantic move. Yeah. It is, isn't it? No, then it I went to mixed like. CDs, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, now it's a mixed Spotify. But, um, but yeah, I think... I think it's podcasts, they're not a threat to radio, they just enhance radio, really. I mean, all the major networks, you know, will podcast their breakfast shows. If you don't get a chance to listen to Ross and John, you know, you can download it and, and do it that way. One, one of your, your background also, too, has been in advertising yep. um, at, at radio, and, and we are seeing a lot of sponsored content in radio. Um, we're seeing a lot of sponsored co- content across all mediums, and we have to. I mean, someone's got to pay for it at the end of the day. The media itself doesn't just generate out of the, the natural goodness that it decides to put something out there each day. Uh, how much of it is now becoming sponsored content in the mediums, and particularly radio? Radio, not so much as TV. I think if you look at TV, The Block, all these shows, yep. it's, you know, Dulux, it's Mitre 10, it's, it's whoever it is that's sponsoring those TV shows. You know, the product placement in MasterChef with Coles yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, radio, not so much, I think. You know, with the Alan Jones and John Laws fiasco a few years ago. Cash for comments. Correct. That sort of really tightened up the radio um, industry a lot. Yeah. So, yeah, not as much in radio. There still is, but I think we're very careful how that is then translated to the audience. Because, again, you're losing credibility if you're paying for something and, you know, John Laws or whoever it may be is promoting it and, you know, they're getting a kick in the back pocket for it. Yep. Credibility's gone. And, and the reason I raise it, Evan and, and, and Lana, is that the, the point being is that a lot of content now, you don't necessarily know that you are listening to sponsored content or it's not as it, – it's, it's a lot – they hide it very well. They do. And the thing is, is that us experts, the experts that are listening to this podcast, that are looking to make a break into media, that's what they're also competing against. So everyone has to be aware that there's a lot of a lot of hurdles right in front of you before you get that chance to work in the media, whether it be sponsored content or sponsors or advertisers that have the, the, the play, the run of the game, or the fact that there's only a certain amount of segments now that you can get yourself involved in. Yeah, and you look at, you know, the House of Wellness, which is a radio um, program that's syndicated nationally, you know, obviously talking about health, wellness. The great Gerald Quigley. He, Gerald, was, he, he was one of our first members of Media Stable, really? did you know, Evan? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Media Stable. What did you say, Nick? Say, media stable. What did I say? No, no, media stable. I was just giving you a few more mentions. Just, I haven't got he's, any more he's $50 notes. He's going into hosting mode. Evan <laughs> Broadway. I haven't got into hosting mode. I haven't got any more $50 <laughs> notes. I don't know what he's saying yeah, for. Talking about cash for comments. Um, but, you know, the House of Wellness is sponsored by Chemist Warehouse. You know, so that's the way you can do it as well is sponsor a program, create the content that way, you know, and have your ads, ads placed through it. 
Evan's caught me out on something I didn't even self-consciously didn't actually realise I was doing was turning this into one big ad for Media Stable. I'm sorry, everyone. You I don't mean to do it. You edit this after, though, don't you? No, we don't. This you is, don't. We, well, God, the phone, one, the phone went off wonder. last time. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we, I mean, we, we're getting, we've, we've got, we've still got about five or six minutes here, Evan. But I think the one thing that always fascinates me too is that uh, with a with a radio station that is focused on music. Um, that has an audience that listens to you because of the music, how much can you play around with that program? I mean, you've got to have audience in mind all the time. Of course. But how much can you play around with it? Look, our, particularly at 6IX, um, our audience listen the longest uh, of any radio station in Perth. So the people that listen to us... What radio station was that, Evan? 6IX. <laughs> Nick? <laughs> Can I have 50 bucks back? Oh, you can. There you go. (laughs) That's a great stat, Evan. Yeah. That's a bloody fantastic stat. Why do they listen the longest? Uh, They like the music, clearly, of Mm. what we're doing, and we're probably not overly commercial either. So, you know, there's not a lot of talk. Our breakfast show is more music with Ian Blackley. Um, so we've gone away complete opposite direction to every other radio station. That's sort of a thing I've tried to do in life as well. If the crowd's going one way, I'll go the other way. I don't want to follow and do what everyone else is doing. So Potts, who's our program director, you know, a couple of years ago, sat down and said, how about we do this? Said, yep, great idea. So that's what we've implemented. Now, Black is still in his breakfast show. We'll have content in there. Like We'll talk to Scotty Cummings about footy, Mark Doran. Um, you know, we'll have other people come in on a regular basis. Mm. Um but, you know, as I said, our, our audience likes what we're doing. We would like to grow that audience like any radio station does, but the ones that are listening do like what we do. You did test it for a while. You did have Tim Gossage doing the breakfast. Yeah. You had Lana Hill doing every Friday. You yes. came in and did a segment as well, Nick. Yeah, you time. did till you dumped me, but I, I, I think that was because I wasn't on a reality <laughs> TV show or Correct. something like that. Exactly. But, but I we mean, thought Lana at that stage was a chance for The Bachelorette, but didn't happen. Oh, <laughs> so there, that's See, it wasn't your content, Lana. It was... <laughs> It was the fact that you're up for a Got to say, though, got to say, some of the best fun I've ever had. And a big, you know, a thank you, massive thank you, because I had no radio experience, none, prior to doing that year with you guys. And still, you, you actually turned me into a massive radio fan. If someone asked me, what medium do you love the most? I would actually say radio now. Oh, well yeah. done, you. And that's, you know, for all the reasons that you've spoken about. And look so. at you now, host of the Experts podcast. You're killing life. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> so what, what, what advice would you give, Evan, to someone that is coming through? You've got a vast amount of experience. We've talked about you, you're growing up as a kid uh, with your own radio show, interviewing people that are, crikey, I don't know how you actually did that, but that's, in, that, that is, that's remarkable, um, to working within, within the industry, yep. the advertising space. Now run the show down at 6AX. What advice would you give to someone out there? Not give up. I think, you know, we've all, I think for all of us and something that, you know, I tell my kids and, you know, stepkids and whatever it is, is is be a kid. Like, don't lose that inner child within you. If you had something that you wanted to do as a kid, do it. You know, I think, you know, these days there's so much talk about depression and, you know, my philosophy in life is pretty simple. Do what makes you happy and you'll be happy. Yep. You know, so, but I think as far as the media goes, just don't give up, keep knocking on the doors, be persistent. You know, I mean, I was a right pain in the backside, I suppose, <laughs> but it's the only way or it's, it's one way that you can certainly get where you need to go. I sense you're still learning this game. I sense that you are, you've been around the block many, many times, but you're still learning and you're really finding out more about yourself. 
as a, as a, as me as yourself, but also too yeah. as a broadcaster, as a um, as someone in the media industry. Oh, for sure. I think you you know the minute you stop learning, you die, right? So yeah, no, you're always learning, and that's the beauty of it. You know that you know, new technology comes in. As I said, you know we're sitting in front of this you know little podcasting desk that you know you will put up at some point, and that's for people to listen to. Well, it's not guaranteed. Evan. Okay, all right. So I thought I, I thought I signed a waiver that said it was no. Well, no, you know, just. All right. That's well, not very okay, friendly, Nick. No, I know. I just I, I wanted to <laughs> got to balance I the fifty dollar note. <laughs> I want to finish it off the way I started it. I, I wanted to throw him under the bus and then throw him back on it. No, of course you're going to be yeah. broadcasting. No, no, but that that's the fascination is just where the media and I think with radio you've got to remain relevant. I think that's the other thing that mm. you know I, I think everyone gets you know the sexy um, you know Facebook and Instagram and TikTok now is the new one. I think you know people fancy those things for a short period of time. The use by date on them doesn't last. I mean radio in Australia, you know, 6 oak has been going nearly 90 years. Wow. For me, radio is the original social media. Oh, I know. love that. And oh, I what think, a line. Thank you. It's had a lot of our props. No, You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I've been telling him for years that radio is the original social media. Yeah. But, I've been but, saying that plenty of times, Lana. You've never, you've never, never heard you say it. <laughs> but, it, but it is. When you think about it, it it's, it's the way we communicate with our audience, be it Talkback or any other station for competitions. You're having communication with the presenters and, and the listeners. So, you know, other things for me will always be a little bit of a fad, but TV, radio will always be around. If there was something you could say, young Evan could say to older Evan now, Oh, you haven't got time for this story. Um, <laughs> I pro- there's one sliding doors Mate, moment that I do miss. Five minutes, we can go as long as we like. Okay. All right. No, there's one sliding doors moment that, that I missed. I got a job in radio in Warrnambool uh, doing the breakfast show down there and the ABC rang me to do a <gasps> sports role. But it was only going to be three or four days a week and I think I was about 21 at the time. And I think Evan, that's my one regret that I didn't have the courage to take the ABC job on less money uh, and stick where I was full time. Wow. So that would be. So I think, yeah, didn't have the in the belief back then, which is disappointing. It's that's mm. that's sort of amazing with you because you've always you always step into everything that you do with a certain confidence. Yeah, and, and everything you do carry off. Yeah, that that. That I, moment. I think a lot of it too was I didn't want to let the person down who'd employed me full time because I hadn't actually started yet. I was there actually sitting in a motel room uh, that they'd you know paid for me until I got my own accommodation. I thought, oh, gee, I can't do that to them, you know, and I'll stay. Loyalty, so, loyalty, Lana. Well, I mean, I think it's all worked out pretty well for him, though. Yeah, it has worked out well. Yeah, <laughs> no, <that's> okay. <laughs> Loyal, loyalty's loyalty's interesting because I think it, it is something there that when you are working with a particular brand or you're working with a particular media outlet, you, you want to get to a, reach a point. You want to excel at And for any expert that's listening to this, you'll find that, you know, you might get some runs on the board with a particular radio station, with a newspaper, with a television network, that you want to also repay them and also to be loyal to them. Correct. Because it's 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 easy to swap and change. And Dad, Dad always used to say, be nice to people on the way up because you'll meet them on the way down. It's a very good so point. Jeez, it's good He's got all the inspirational quotes, <laughs> this guy. Well, it, it, it's literally how Media Stable but it's was, true. Was, it was how Media Stable was born, was the fact that um, you know, we all started from a media monitoring agency. The media monitoring agency got bought out. And the fact that my contacts all became very influential people within the media. Kate Stevenson from 3AW, Ross and John. Yep. Um, you know, you've got Chris uh, Bendell from The Project. They're all senior people within those organisations that... Uh, can help you out. 
So always be nice to the people on the way up because you'll have to, or on the way down too, you'll meet them. <laughs> yeah, Very hopefully good. not too soon. <laughs> not too soon. Well, Evan, real pleasure to have you on the Experts Podcast. And again, from the media perspective, it's really important for a lot of people to to get a feel for what is also going on at the other end because, you know, too often, you know, you send something out to media and you send out this beautiful press release, you think it's gorgeous, you think this is going to make me. And then all of a sudden you send it out and there's where's that where's that where's that little uh, sound thing that says crickets? <laughs> That's all that you get. You get nothing. Yep. And media can be a bit of a harsh world. Hey, quick question before mm-hmm. we do go: What is media like behind the scenes? I mean, you you've dealt with some egos, some individuals, <laughs> some people that are that it is. It's not. It's not. It's not your sort of run-of-the-mill business, is it? Uh, one of my old bosses, Sue Chapman from 3RW, she was a ripper. Uh, she used to treat her staff as a football team. You're always going to have your superstars, you're going to have your plotters, and you're going to have the ones on the bench that you're probably going to get give them a flick at some point. Did you get off the bench, Evan? Got off the bench, mate. Made it into the centre. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, and I think you've got to look at your staff like that. You're always going to – and they're all different. Every person, as we all know, is an individual, and we can't treat them the same. Um, um, some people need a lot of love and attention and cuddles and all the rest of it. Some of them need to kick up the backside and they can handle it. So I think meat is no different to any other business. You've just got to treat people the way you'd like to be treated and you'll be okay. I know I know for a fact that you, you do have to deal with some individuals yeah. and, and some people that are out there, but it's I tell you what, it wouldn't be as fun as what it is if you didn't have those people around. No. It's challenging. There's lots of things on. But as you say, it's just like any other business. Yeah. Well, that rounds us up for another Experts podcast. (laughs) Talking to the great man, Evan Broadway. 6IX. Um, How are the ratings going, mate? Are you doing all right? They're out again next week. Yep. So we will see how we go. Well, this won't go to air until the week after. Okay. We had a great survey. We're number one. Uh, (laughs) Can we we take the one now that we can say, oh, geez, it was disappointing. Yeah, that was a shocker, mate. No. (laughs) You do very well, but you do very well. You understand your audience and you know how to work with them and you know what they want. And that's pretty much what experts need to learn from this is know your audience and know the media that you're actually pitching to. And can I just say thank you to both of you for inviting me on. Very humbling to to be on with both of you. You're both (laughs) great people and you both are very passionate about what you do as well and hence why you are successful in your space. So thank you very much. You're welcome, Evan Broadway. You're welcome, Evan Broadway. And I expect the invitation to your wedding at uh, 295. Lord Street. Let uh, it go. Let it go. Let it go. I can't let it go. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Experts Podcast. As you can probably gather, we do know Evan pretty well and uh, it's great to get his insights and his record and his history behind working with the media. Uh, There's a lot of passion behind this man and and what he loves about his uh, industry and I think if everyone could just take a little bit of that, take an ounce of that, uh, you'll do yourself some wonders. Well, that's it for another Experts Podcast. Uh, If you want to find more, mediastable.com.au. I think I said that three times already. That's it. Uh, but we'll leave it there. And uh, we'll look forward to listening. You'll, you'll look forward to listening. We look forward to broadcasting next week with another expert. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.